Well, good morning, church, and welcome this morning. I want to have the opportunity right now, I have the joy to share with you the Word of God this morning. I hope you've got your Bibles with you, and uh, we're going to be reading from Scripture. We're going to be talking about the, 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 the amazing women of Scripture and the amazing women of the Bible. Being Mother's Day, we want to champion womanhood, we want to champion mothers, and, uh, and so my, I want to uh, make sure we encourage you this morning. And uh, I pray at the end of the end of this message this morning that you'll really know the presence and the power of God and know your destiny and purpose that is found only in Him this morning. So get your Bibles out. Let's get ready to go with the Word of God. Here we go. Um, I was uh, reading just recently uh, this week as I was preparing this message of a little boy who went to his mother and he told her, he said, Daddy uh, has just told me that we've come from monkeys. And his mother replied very wisely, of course, well, son, I've told you about my side of the family. Now it sounds like your daddy is telling you about his side of the family. I tell you, mums are smart. <laughs> mums know how to, how to uh, 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 navigate around these uh, little things. But, you know, I want to celebrate mums this morning as well because, you know, I, it's been a year since my mum passed away just this week. And, uh, and I celebrate her life and the influence and the impact that she had on my life, not only on the day-to-day -day of my life and just caring and loving on me, but her influence as a, as a woman of God who loved the Lord dearly with all her heart and, uh, and showed a way forward uh, for me in, in my life as well. We celebrate um, all our mums today, whether they've gone to be with the Lord or they're still with us. And I pray this morning you have managed to get up and, and uh, get your mum a cup of tea or your wife a cup of tea and celebrating and, uh, and, and, uh, and loving on them this morning. But today we celebrate Mother's Day. And, uh, you know, not just mothers, but the tremendous power of womanhood. Girls, teenagers, young adults, and, uh, and the older ladies in our world that have, uh, have uh, been through the, the challenges of life and, and challenges of faith and are still powering on for the Lord. They're a great influence and a great example to us of faith-filled people. So today we honor you. We love you. We honor you this morning. And we acknowledge the, your unique place in God's creative story, and we celebrate you this morning. You know, in recent years, there's been a militant push uh, that is trying to blur the lines of what defines a man and a woman, to challenge and redefine what a woman and what a man is. It's an aggressive challenge to the God of the Bible and what he has revealed in his word about the unique and beautiful and complementary roles that men and women have in his creative design. And so we as Christians need to be careful that we don't buy into this rhetoric, we don't buy into this lie, this notion that a male and a female are interchangeable, that you can be whatever you feel. It is inconsistent with not only a biblical worldview, but of science itself. We live in a world where Man thinks they have the power to redefine the truth that God has put in place and to elevate themselves to the creator rather than the created. It's interesting as I read scripture that this has not taken God by surprise. And, uh, you know, you look through scripture and you find that God is never taken by surprise. And uh, it says here, uh, I want to read through Psalms, but men's schemes and plans, his pride, his presumptions and arrogance do not go unnoticed by God, and they won't either in the age and the times that we live. In the book of Psalms, Psalms chapter 2 and verse 1, and I want to read to you from the message version this morning. I read from a different uh, messages uh, or different versions this week, but I just like the way this puts it. 
So Psalm chapter 2 and verse 1, it says this, Why the big noise nations? Why the mean plots, people? Earth leaders push for position. Demagogues and delegates meet for summits and talks. The God denies. The Messiah defies. Let's get free of God. Cast loose from Messiah. Heaven throne God breaks out laughing. At first he's amused at their presumption. Then he gets angry, furious, and he shuts them up. And this about sums up what we see in our society today. And maybe God is sitting back saying, you think you can change what I have designed? He's laughing. I don't think so. Because God has set the foundation. He himself alone has formed the boundaries. So women, mothers, girls are made in the image of God. They possess attributes and gifts, and courage and strength to match any man in Scripture or out of Scripture. And in Scripture, women take their place in some of the most powerful and important ways. And all through Scripture, women showed courage, strength, resourcefulness, insight and revelation. And they're the women I want to share with you about this morning, about these great, great women of God that we want to champion today. In the book of Exodus, it was Jochebed. Jochebed was the mother of Moses, who influenced history by surrendering what she treasured the most to the will of God. Mothers do that. Mothers know how to sacrifice. And godly mothers know how to sacrifice to the will of God. And when the Egyptians, we remember the story, the Egyptians were killing all the male baby, Hebrew babies. Um, Jochebed had the insight to put baby Moses in a waterproof basket and set him adrift on the Nile River. But we know the story that Pharaoh's daughter found Moses in that basket and adopted him as her own son. And then God miraculously arranged so that Jochebed, Moses' own mother, could be the baby's wet nurse. And even though Moses was raised in Egyptian, God chose him and led him to be the person that would bring the people of God, the Israelites, to freedom. The faith of this mother, this woman, this woman of faith, who saved Moses uh, and allowed Moses to become the, 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 the one that would bring Israel uh, out of Egypt. This faithful mother is who we celebrate today. This mother who is a woman of faith. This mother who had the insight to save her son, who would then become the redeemer or the one that would bring uh, 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 Israel out of, of Egypt. What a powerful message. What a powerful story of a mother who did this. In the book of Joshua, you read about Rahab. It was Rahab when the Hebrews began to conquer Canaan. Rahab... Uh, Harbored the spies. Remember the story in, in Joshua where she had the spies. She harbored them in her house in exchange for her family's safety. You know, mothers do that. Mothers, mothers protect their family. Mothers care for their family. And Rahab, she understood that, that the true God uh, was there. That the, the army of God was there. And she threw a lot in with them. And after the wars of Jericho fell, the Israelite army kept their promise protecting Rahab's house. But a story doesn't end there, of course. Rahab became the ancestress of King David. And from David's line 
came Jesus, the Messiah. See, Rahab played a key role in God's plan of salvation for the world. Never underestimate the role a mother plays in the salvation of her family and of her children. Then we have Esther. Esther, who has an entire book named after her in the Bible. It was Esther who saved the Jewish people from destruction, protecting the line of the future Savior, Jesus. She was selected in a beauty pageant and uh, she became the queen and the queen of Persia and she was married to a guy called King Xerxes. And uh, when Haman plotted to have all the Jews murdered, Esther's uncle Mordecai, remember the story, Mordecai convinced her to go and approach the king. Now, for her, that was, unless she was summoned, um, the king could have had her killed. The king could have killed her right there on the spot. She was a brave and courageous woman who would walk into the presence of the king, her own husband, with the thought that she could die by doing it and to plead with him and to unveil the plot against her own people to reveal the truth to the king. And of course, we know the tables quickly turned on Haman and he was hung on his own gallows that he'd built for Mordecai and for the Jewish people. And the royal order was overwritten by, uh, over the Jewish nation. And once again, they were saved because of the courageous act of one woman. You know, I know many courageous women that I've known in my life. And many courageous women have come and gone before us. And our mums are courageous, courageous women. They're courageous in the way they live their life. They're courageous in the way that they um, uh, do life together with you and I, you know, in, in terms of uh, raising a family, the courage that it takes to do uh, what they do. And so we want to, again, champion women this morning and say how, um, how blessed we are to have them in our world and in our lives, our wives and our daughters. There was Esther. Esther. Oh, I just did Esther, didn't I? I just talked about Esther. We're going to move on from Esther. There was Mary. Mary was a young bride-to-be. Mary. Um, we remember that Mary was uh, betrothed to Joseph. This young girl betrothed to Joseph. And uh, she was told in a dream that she would be bearing the Son of God. And uh, the Bible says she kept these things in her heart. And it will be through the Holy Spirit that she would conceive this child. And despite the potential shame, she submitted and gave birth to Jesus. And she and Joseph married. and um, They served as the parents of the Son of God. And during her life, Mary bore much sorrow, including watching her own son be crucified at Calvary. But she also saw him raised from the dead. And Mary is revered as a loving influence on Jesus, a devoted servant, a devoted mother who wanted God by saying yes. Mary said yes to the infinite possibilities that God had for her and her future. You know, there are many mothers that say yes. And I honor you this morning for saying yes to Jesus, for saying yes to how you raise your family, to saying yes to living your life in honor of God, to say yes. And this is what Mary did. She said yes. And of course, the Messiah came through Mary. We honor the women at the tomb this morning. Now, after the death of Jesus, the men were, you know, the disciples were scattered and they eventually found themselves in a room and they weren't sure what to do. But it was the women who went to the tomb early in the morning. 
It was the women who went to find Jesus and, uh, and to wash him and, to, and to, to do the ritual that they needed to do at the gravesite. It was them that went, not the men. It was the women who went. And it was the women who Jesus appeared to and told them to go back and tell the disciples that he had risen. And all the women uh, told the women to go and proclaim the Lord, to, that the Lord had risen from the dead to the disciples. He told the women to go back to tell the men. And we know the story. They rushed back. They knocked on the door. And Peter answered the door. And, and they declared the risen Savior to the men, to the disciples. And of course, the men then rushed down to see what had happened. These are women of courage. These are women that God delivered the greatest message to, the message of the risen Lord. Women who God used to preach and proclaim the resurrection. We honor you today for all the mothers that proclaim Jesus. For all the mothers that share the gospel to their families. To all the women who share the good news of Jesus to their friends and their families. Believing that they'll come to Christ. We honor you this morning and Mother's Day. We honor you this morning for being the women that God has called you to be. You know, we haven't even mentioned many other women in the Bible. There's so many women in the Bible we could mention. There's Sarah, there's Rebecca, there's Rachel, there's Leah, there's Miriam, there's Deborah, there's Ruth, there's Hannah, there's Elizabeth, and so many other women in the Bible who are champions of faith and live lives that were honorable to God and love God with a passion. And God has a unique and special place for women as we've discovered today, all through Scripture, women of the Bible do incredible exploits for the kingdom of God and bring about God's plan of salvation to the world. And God has a plan for you today as well. For, so for the mother at home today that's feeling a little overwhelmed with the situation, I want to encourage you this morning, God has a plan for you. For the young person, considering their future, the young lady this morning, considering your future, God has a plan for you this morning. God has a plan for your life. He's not left you alone or without. He has a plan for your future this morning. The truth is that God has a plan for all our futures. Whether you're a man or a woman this morning, male or female this morning, God has a plan for you. And if you give your life to him, submit your heart to him as many of these women did, as we read in scripture today, as we see through the word today, that God has an incredible purpose and plan for your life. If you would just submit your life to him and to his plan. In Galatians chapter 3 verse 28 it says this, There is neither Greek or Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For all are one in Christ Jesus. When we come to Christ we are all one. We are one church. We are one family. And God has equipped us and anointed us and filled us with his spirit to be his proclaimers of the gospel, to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Christ we are one, one body, one church, many gifts, but one purpose. Our purpose is to make Jesus known. Our purpose is to share the good news of the gospel. And I praise God and thank God for the women of scripture that have led the way have showed us the way to do that. Of course, there are great men, of course. We read about them as well. But today is about our, our women. Today, today is about our mothers. Today is about our daughters. We honor you. We champion you this morning. We bless you. And we pray that whatever your plans are,
<coughs> excuse me, whatever you have planned, whatever God's got for you, that you fulfill it with all your heart. Let's pray this morning. Father God, we thank you for the women in our lives, for our wives, for our mothers, for our daughters. Champion women, filled with the anointing and the Holy Ghost. We ask God, watch over them and protect them, Lord. We ask God that whatever you've planned for them, Lord, whatever you've purposed for them, God, they will be fulfilled and even more that those seeds of faith that have been planted in their hearts as young girls would blossom and bloom to be prophets and teachers and speakers, Lord, to, to, to be ministry, Father God, to do all that you've planned and purposed for them, God. We ask God to watch over them. We ask God that we, we would just see incredible results and fruit from the women in our church and beyond. We thank you for them. We honor our mums today. We honor our women today. We champion them. And let us, Lord, as men, Lord, be the first people to champion the women in our lives, to stand for them and to encourage them in God, whatever you've called them to be and to do. So we bless you. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Lord, it's been a great joy to share the word. I pray you've been encouraged this morning about the women of Scripture. And I want to just say again, happy Mother's Day. We honor you. We thank you this morning. We pray you have a great day with your family. God bless.